happening today as you can see here with this 50 day moving average crossing below this 200 day moving average this is a historically significant point for bitcoin as you can see with this chart in a more zoomed in fashion this is happening right now today and price action is currently going up but we're going to talk about why we may have another chance at a lower entry for bitcoin as we start to consolidate within this falling wedge pattern which is extremely bullish right now for bitcoin you can see once we saw that very very extreme push to the downside initially we did break that falling wedge but then of course we went ahead and found some significant support along that level and now we can see on the rising end of this falling wedge we are now seeing two significant levels forming here one being the initial falling wedge that we drew out in our last live stream which has this resistance level here at around 7000 which we have yet to break right now with price action but what's very interesting right now and what i want to show you guys is there's also this second rising resistance level here that we actually did break and what's very interesting is we are in the pocket right now between this resistance level and the initial falling wedge resistance level you can see if we draw out this second one right here along with that first one and we zoom into the four hour chart we are now inside of this pocket i'm actually going to go to the daily chart and draw this out for you guys before we get into the rest of this video because this is very significant here so we take this right here and we draw this line out and we see that right there is the seven thousand dollar resistance level and then when we take this area here and we draw this out with this initial formation on that same exact area you can see here on the four hour chart we are flirting within this level and so right now we are in a very significant point where we've got the seven thousand dollar level as a significant resistance level that we want to watch along with the $6,400 level which of course is above that 200 week moving average and if we look at the 200 week moving average that's going to be right around the 5550 area and so that is a very significant point if we do find a pullback here very soon but we're going to look at some other fundamentals as well today to talk about what may happen as this death cross occurs in the past we saw a previous death cross happen and this was here around uh november of 2019 where price action was initially in its downtrend and when that death cross occurred we saw a push to the upside all the way up to 10,500, while then falling back down and so every time we've seen a death cross in the past we've seen lower price action and lower price levels than where that death cross occurred you can see that happen once here and then if we look back to the last time that occurred here you can see the other death cross was in the 2017 bear run where we saw price levels around that nine thousand dollar level start to fall down all the way to around 6500 where we're currently trending and so there's a lot of significant levels of support right now but for the most part we want to watch this falling wedge because that seven thousand dollar level is going to be very significant for now as we may still see downside if we're not able to break that seven thousand dollar level Chris Koss says, why are you wearing your blazer at night? That's a funny question. I like to wear the blazer for the videos. 
you know, it's part of the, uh, you know, the, the scene. Of course, we're looking at charts and stuff, and I think it's good to have the blazer on. It's almost like a uniform for me here at this point. Um, but other than that, there are going to be some other headlines we're going to be talking about because when we look at hash rate today, I'm going to go ahead and pull that up for you guys. The hash rate is currently showing uh, a continued drop here. You can see we're seeing more lower levels with hash rate. And then when we look at confirmed transactions per day, as you can see here, we are starting to see very low levels of confirmed transactions per day. But we're seeing some fundamentally sound principles happen for Bitcoin in the news. As you can see with Bitcoin demand, possibly skyrocketing here on a massive $2 million, or I'm sorry, $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus. And then if we look at the next headline, Trump wants America reopen faster, and that could possibly send us into a depression. And what's very interesting is yesterday, we saw the best day ever for the stock markets. And when we look at the other best days in the stock market, they all happened during the Great Depression of 1929. And so for that to be a positive thing is questionable in my opinion. Uh, so I wanna first and foremost go into the chart before we take some questions from our live audience. You see we've got Jared, ECA, Buddy, Tipster, and Coach K on. Good to have you guys on the live stream. So first and foremost, we've got this falling wedge pattern forming here and that's very significant. We want to continue to watch this. We've also got that 200 week moving average right around that 5,000 and 50 level you can see here we initially bounced on that 200 week moving average here briefly and of course we're still seeing this seven thousand dollar level acting as a level that we want to fight towards and possibly break which i think is very possible being the fact that if we look at the bearish scenario even if we are still in this bear trend which of course with this significant sell-off we don't want to assume that we're back in an uptrend because Anytime we see a significant sell-off, there's typically a bear flag that's formed before a continuation of the sell-off. But you can see here, if we look at this bear flag, it is very possible for Bitcoin to break that significant level there of 7,000 and still be in a bearish pattern. And so I am expecting that we will have the chance to possibly get another entry for Bitcoin as long as we stay within this bear flag, you can see here, it's not the best bear flag, but it is definitely valid there. And of course, the way that would look is for price action to see this bear flag stay in motion, possibly break that $7,000 level, clear any CME gap that's still lying here between 7,000 and 8,000. And then from there, seeing downside coming back below to test this as a support level and it may eventually break of course being in a bear flag it might be a quick dump and i think what would be very very good for bitcoin and healthy would be for us to see a push to that 200 week moving average which confirms the bear flag is over it breaks the bearish pattern and then finds support along 5550 for the bulls to come back in reaccumulate their positions and then for us to come back test this resistance level which at that point won't even be at 7000 it'll be around 6600 to maybe 6400 and then from there we see a continuation of the bullish trend to the upside as the bitcoin halving occurs in less than 50 days now now what's really really fundamentally interesting about all of this happening right now is the fact that we look at what's happening with the world economy and i think this article will really depict a lot of that it says bitcoin demand is about to skyrocket on a massive 
$2 trillion coronavirus stimulus. It says here the legislation is urgently needed to bolster the economy, provide cash injections and liquidity to stabilize financial markets and get us through a difficult and challenging period in the economy facing us right now. The single largest Main Street assistance program in the history of the United States is about to possibly get passed by Congress as it's already passed by Senate. You can see here it says the US Federal Reserve could have a balance sheet of around $10 trillion. And this is monetized credit policy and fiscal monetary support on a grand scale. Some of you may ask, why is that important? Well, realize this. The whole reason Bitcoin was created was for a financial crisis. It was created in 2008 during the Great Recession. And what's very interesting about what's happening right now is as the Federal Reserve continues to print money, what happens in the long term is it it, 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 it uh, devalues our U.S. dollar and our currency, right? So we be, it, it puts us into this position where inflation skyrockets. The U.S. dollar has a lot less value and now investors are looking for a deflationary storage of value and of course bitcoin in its nature is deflationary and during the halving we're cutting the supply down in half from uh, 12.5 bitcoin to 6.25 bitcoin for miners and fundamentally that allows it to be deflationary in nature and now that we're seeing the feds just printing money into the market injecting cash in to markets, in my opinion, it's really going to be the time for Bitcoin to shine. And if Bitcoin does not rise in US dollar value by the end of 2021 into 2022, then I don't know if Bitcoin is ever going to have a chance of surpassing its recent highs or even going near 20,000. So it really has to happen here sometime soon. And what I will say is this, if you guys are in our discord, you guys know we've been posting a lot of swing trades for Bitcoin and even long-term positions between that $4,000 and $6,000 range. And what I'll tell you is if you are a believer in the fact that we need a deflationary storage of value that's outside of government control, I believe Bitcoin is the best place for that right now. And at these levels, we are extremely discounted. If we were to remove all technicals here, right? Let's not even just get into technicals at this point. We just have to realize what's happening right now. You can see if we're looking at current price action, we are currently at the bottom of where we bottomed out in December of 2019. After Bitcoin hit 14,000 and went back down to 6,400, you can see we've reached and we're still just a slight bit above that bottom here and this at one point was an accumulation level for smart money if we look back in january when bitcoin was at ten thousand dollars and i would have said hey would you be interested in a six thousand dollar bitcoin you were you would have most likely have said yes because in the past, you can see this right here was a accumulation zone. We're in that accumulation zone that we were in. Of course, there were better levels to purchase down here at this dip, and that's due to the extreme global recession. I don't know if I, you know, I want to use that word, but yes, extreme global recession that we're in right now. And therefore, we saw a major sell-off to the downside. Of course, there were a lot of other factors there, including the derivative exchanges, the possible plus token scandal. But at the end of the day, I believe anything within this area here is going to be a great accumulation zone for the long term. And the reason I say that is 
if we break down from here, at that point, we're breaking the 200-week moving average. We're breaking major logarithmic support levels. And at the end of the day, it's really going to be the fundamentals here that determine where Bitcoin is headed. And in my opinion, I think Bitcoin is going to be the hedge that investors look at that's deflationary and outside of government control because it's not just the US printing money it's Japan it's China everyone is printing money everyone is quantitative you know applying QE and uh, quantitative uh, you know uh, quantitative easing into their economy so it's not just the US here it's just every controlled currency and or at least government controlled currency and so you know um, at the end of the day we have to realize that anything at this level is most likely a good purchase when it comes to long-term positions right when it comes to trading that's a whole different ballgame it's a whole different genre we can get into a trading talk but for those that are long-term investing in this market i don't see why anywhere between six thousand and the bottom that we recently found of 3900 wouldn't be a good point to accumulate bitcoin even if we look at the 2017 crash this would have been a great level to accumulate Bitcoin because we would have been at 14,000 at one point if you would have purchased at 6,000, which was over double a return on investment in less than six months. And so for someone to say that these price levels, uh, you know, uh, are not good enough and that we can get better price levels would be naive in my opinion. Do I think we will get better price levels? I certainly think so. And the reason I say that is because we saw this major sell-off and typically if we look at the past when Bitcoin does find a bottom we do have a good amount of time for us to accumulate you can see this recent bottom that occurred in 2017 we had about hundred and forty days of accumulation that would have occurred here when we look at the bottom that occurred around this time frame you can see we had around 40 days of accumulation and so far we've only seen about 10 to 11 days of possible accumulation at these lower levels and so do i think we might see one more push to the downside i believe so do i think this is going to be a faster accumulation i think so as well because it dropped so fast everything happened so fast that it will most likely recover really fast but let's say bitcoin does break through that bear flag and we break this resistance here well at that point there's no more bearish trends for bitcoin in my opinion and we will only see further upside beyond the six thousand nine hundred dollar level and so for me to say six thousand nine hundred even at this point is a good place to dollar cost average into bitcoin i would say yes but at the end of the day the real determining factor is going to be this bear flag here and that seventy six hundred let's say seventy eight hundred dollar level if we're able to break that then now we are in this zone where we'll have a lot more of a bullish case to build for Bitcoin. And at that point, I think more and more retail investors will learn about the deflationary aspects of Bitcoin as a storage of value. Realize that the feds are pumping 2 million right now into or 2 trillion into the economy. Uh, and of course, they were even considering a $6 trillion stimulus. And for them to be printing that much money, it devalues our currency. And in the long run, inflation becomes a huge issue and so understand bitcoin is the a deflationary solution to this and it's what it was built for and so i think anything at these range at these price levels are uh, a good area to, to to you know uh be able to dollar cost average into bitcoin um so kelly says it's all about percentage 
Well, we're over 70% up right now. Chris Cost says, unless you are margin on BTC, then you can profit on it. I wouldn't say that. I think uh, a lot of people that have been able to buy and accumulate and hold Bitcoin at the dips are able to profit very well on it. Kelly says, BTC will outpace sometimes, but it always reverses. So that makes me think whales are throwing their tails. You know, I can agree, Kelly, you know, there's sell-off. But remember, if Bitcoin didn't recently see this major sell-off, it still wouldn't have been an attractive investment and a hedge against equity markets for retail investors because retail investors are looking at all markets and they're saying to themselves, well, if the S&P 500 is down 35% and it's had a 100 plus year history of recovering, why don't I put my money back there instead of Bitcoin because Bitcoin is still trending at 8,000. So I think this was a huge, huge sell-off for a good reason. And that reason was for investors to also say, oh, well, isn't it's not just equity markets that are discounted, but it's also Bitcoin that's discounted. Ben says, my boy Naeem really puts in those hours, yo. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm more focused on the trading side of things and um, getting that out of the way on a daily basis. Um, but I love creating content. It's my favorite. Uh, 10X day trader here says, no doubt. Chris says, bro, we've been bear for three years and you're talking about profit. Johnny says, no, a rising channel bear flag into a death cross isn't a good time to buy. Yeah, so I wouldn't say, so let's talk about this death cross. Uh, I think it's important. So realize, I do believe we will see a low here form very soon. I think there will be a chance of another big dump. Um, do I think it's going to break the falling wedge here? I, I don't think so. I think the support is going to be this falling wedge here. Um, so I don't know if we'll retest the same lows that we saw initially at 3,900, but I do think that in the bearish case here with this bear flag forming that we have the possibility you can see if we look at volume as well check out this volume here I think we'll see a push down to around this area where we've got a lot of volume um, it's hard to see it with the chat um, I'm, I do apologize let me move this chat here just for a temporary time being here so where this volume is at right now I think is very important I think that's the possible range in which we can pull back to you can see right now we're in this overhead area where there's a lot of volume and a lot of potential resistance I think we might just see a quick push up before we see the push down to this area of volume uh, for us to then be able to reaccumulate when the bulls want to come back into the market now that they know that yes they've realized this is a good level in order to enter uh, especially with equity markets being where they're at now another thing that a lot of people have been asking me in the discord is have we found the bottom for equity markets and I think that's an interesting question to look at um, realize this in my opinion right now we cannot call this bottom no matter how much of a recovery we see on a daily basis just because we saw the best day ever in the market yesterday doesn't mean it's a positive thing for the markets as we talked about just now when we look at the other best days quote unquote in the market they have all happened in a depression right and a depression is even worse than a recession and so realize that the 2020 right here being right here by 1929 1931 1932 is probably not the best thing for us right now um, and so that does worry me in a lot of ways, but it doesn't worry me for Bitcoin. I think it's a very positive for Bitcoin because Bitcoin was built for a situation like this. Uh, but realize we did break this support level, which was a major support level. And so, of course, a bounce here was expected. 
But the real question is, will the bounce last? I think there will be a little bit more of a continued sell-off in traditional markets, which is also why I think we'll have another opportunity to grab some Bitcoin here sometime soon. Um, realize there's still a lot of bearish fundamentals when it comes to the traditional markets uh, and, and just a lot of bearish pressure in general. And so we have to be careful about that uh, and realize that we don't want to try to catch a falling knife here, even though we're seeing great days and great returns. Uh, it doesn't mean it's the bottom just yet. Um, but you know that could change we we never know if something happens it's really going to have it's really going to be based upon what happens with this virus outbreak uh and the news that uh comes from it and so we need some positive news in order for us to determine that things are going to get positive here but uh you know it's really looking like bitcoin is following our pattern here this falling wedge here where we've got this resistance here uh it's touched this resistance once twice three and now it's starting to touch four times. And so you can see we weren't able to break that resistance level here. And therefore, I believe that we have that possibility to see one more leg down, especially if traditional markets start to see any sort of push back down as well. So Brian says, how much debt can the U.S. handle before it's too much? I think the bigger issue than the debt right now is the amount of stimulus being injected into the economy it really starts to devalue our dollar it really starts to uh you know uh, put inflation into effect and at the end of the day investors don't want to stay in the u.s dollar if it's just going to be uh you know it's if it's just going to be subject to inflation they're going to want to look for a a deflationary storage of value and in a lot of cases that's why you're seeing gold prices starting to to skyrocket you're seeing a huge demand for gold and physical gold right you're seeing a huge demand for physical cash from banks um i think even today the uh the feds or it was another big authority in, in in the government uh tweeted like hey you guys don't need to be going out and worrying about grabbing cash and our banks losing cash we're always going to have cash and i think them saying that is a little bit worrisome to me um so um uh, you know even beyond that you know there there are uh huge huge margins right now that aren't being uh filled but when it comes to liquidity in the market there's a lack of liquidity uh in certain future markets right now and so i think there's a lot of issues coming um and and that's why i you know i didn't want to really go into too much of why bitcoin is you know a hedge against all this because at the end of the day we know bitcoin is deflationary and i think it's going to be the one solution for all of this at the end of the day uh, and it's going to be a global solution because the whole world is putting themselves in a hole that they're probably not going to be able to dig themselves out of. Um, and as, as bearish as that sounds about the traditional economy, it, it's, you know, it's, it, we're experiencing a time that we've never experienced before. So I want to finish off here and uh, go through this article. It's very important here. Trump wants America reopened by Easter. That could send the U.S. economy into a depression, right? Very possible that that can happen here. So understand if we are back into the Great Depression, then things will start to go down. All markets will start to go down. And I think Bitcoin will really be put into a position of power at that point. Uh, and of course, we see here the crypto fear and greed index going from nine last week to 13. So we're starting to see more confidence in crypto, even amongst all of the fear in traditional markets. And so understand the fact that things are looking really good for Bitcoin and really bad for traditional equity markets right now. And as much as, uh, you know, some people might not want to hear that it's kind of the truth right now until something changes you know even with this two trillion dollar stimulus that's at the end of the day gonna 
devalue the dollar in the long term, right? When you're just pumping artificial liquidity into the market, they're just printing money. It's not good, you know? And and so with the, the Bitcoin supply getting cut in half in less than 50 days and all of this happening at the same time, I think it's all divine timing. And so I'm very optimistic about Bitcoin uh, and I will continue to update you guys with the best possible entries uh, as we see price movement uh, move here. Uh, of course, we might see a leg down here at this point, which will be very positive because we'll be able to get those entries. If we were to look at a macro version, I think that would be an interesting thing to look at here. Shaw says, once the stimulus is signed, will BTC price temporarily spike? No, I think that's already priced in. Um, the stimulus was already approved by the Senate. Now we just have to wait for Congress, which uh, Congress typically sides with the Republicans. It's harder for the it's harder for the House to get stuff through the Senate, right? So the Senate finally went through and typically Congress will be a no brainer from that point. Um, you know, it's just there's there's more Democratic and Republican back and forth in the Senate than there is in the Congress, right? Where the Congress typically gets things out of the way when it's coming from a Republican House. And so um, I, I think this bill will go through. It's already signed by Senate. And now it's just a matter of Congress getting that through. Um, you know, what was interesting about what happened here, in my opinion, with this ascending triangle that formed initially, and we were watching this ascending triangle, for those of you in our Discord, is we uh, we we talked about this being the hot pocket, which it's still in the hot pocket here. Um, but when we saw this bounce here, we were supposed to come down here and touch this, but we decided not to. And it quickly reversed into a bullish trend. That is why I posted that long in our Discord because I saw that and that obviously hit its profit target and went back to test 7,000. And now we're in this hot pocket. So it's really going to be a matter of what happens here in this hot pocket. You know, to be really honest with you, what I would like to see uh, is y yes, there's that possibility that we break out of this pocket. Um, and we've got a bearish channel forming here. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't say it's as bearish as it could be because it's not a perfect channel you know a perfect channel would look more like that whereas this is more of a tightening channel which would assume more of a bullish channel but we can't say anything bullish on the macro when we have this huge push down and so you know ideally at this point it's either we push back up here then back down possibly to that 5550 area where we go back to test that and that would be the 200 week moving average right here or we start to continue to trend in this hot pocket, the longer we stay here, in my opinion, um, the more of a chance we have to break this flag immediately and then fall down to that 200-week uh, moving average. If we break from here versus from here, I think we might be able to retest one of these lows, possibly this low here around 4,400. Uh, I don't think we will go back down to the $3,900 area, uh, only if things get a lot worse for the traditional markets and um, and Bitcoin needs to get more discounted to to stay, you know, as a attractive investment for investors as they, you know, they draw to cash and they put their monies back into different assets. I think uh, it would be necessary for Bitcoin to see lower levels. But if we start to see traditional markets consolidate at the levels they're at right now, I don't know if Bitcoin will see another low. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if if markets stay at this range here and they consolidate here, then I think Bitcoin will follow our 
55.50 pullback and then eventually back up, or it might just continue to go up. And so um, it's really going to be a matter of what happens over the next few weeks. I think it's very important to watch the markets. Um, you know, it's just we're, we're entering a very, very crucial time, in my opinion. So I'd love to hear you guys' opinion on all of that. Um, but I will keep you guys up to date. There's not much that has changed since our last analysis. A lot of this we've been talking about over the last few days, so not much different. Um, but other than that, let's see here. Kelly says, hyperinflation inbound. I definitely agree. Boss Life Channel says, the unlimited printing of money admission also proves no one really needs to be poor or homeless. They could print money to have everyone live comfortably. Yeah, so it's there's a lot. See, that's the issue with printing money that people have not yet realized. People just need to wake up. You have to realize if we can just print money, right, why do we pay our taxes? Just print money. Well, why do we even work a job? Just print money, give it to everyone. Why do we do anything for money? Just print it and give it to us. It doesn't make sense. It turns into a socialist country if we're just giving people money and nobody has to work. And, you know, so, so it doesn't make sense to be a capitalist country and to print money and artificially stimulate the economy that's supposed to be stimulated off of its natural cycles and so for them to just artificially print trillions of dollars it's a very worrisome thing and it started in 2008 and guess what also started in 2008 bitcoin somebody realized that there needs to be a solution to this because in the long term it will not work and the real question is is now that time well understand this we've already etched history in the books along with the great depression so you guys might be saying to yourself well yeah well, well it's just like another 2008 we'll be fine no 2008 was not like 1929 and 2020 might not be like 1929 it could be worse uh worse for traditional investors good for people in bitcoin so all i can say is if you don't have a bitcoin position right now Start dollar cost averaging because if you look at where we're at right now, we're in the accumulation zone that we were in back here where people would have loved to have gotten in on Bitcoin, right? We're in that exact zone. So uh, realize we've got a lot of levels of support in this area. Uh, and when we look at the grand scheme of things, if, if we believe Bitcoin is going to be that deflationary storage of value that investors flock to as the U.S. dollars become less and less valued and deflation occurs, um, with Bitcoin, then Bitcoin, like I said, it's 40, less than 50 days away from cutting its supply in half. And I think it's it's an opportune time to start looking at it as a place to store value. Uh, do I think this is the best possible entry right now? No, I think there's going to be lower entries. I think uh, as we've seen in the past, when things have bottomed out, there have been a good amount of uh, uh, time uh, there. You know, there, there have been a few weeks before we start to see price levels soar. Uh, and so I think we'll have a chance here, uh, but it's really going to be a matter of, of when uh, at this point. So it's really a matter of watching these traditional markets. Uh, if we've already bottomed out with traditional markets, then then say goodbye to the four or $5,000 level. You know, I mean, I think Bitcoin from there will just continue to, to rise because as much as we might see traditional markets go up, it's all going to be off of artificial stimulus. And at one point that that bubble is going to pop. Uh, so. People are going to look for something deflationary in nature, and Bitcoin seems to be the only thing right now other than other things like gold, for example. Um, Don says, why is Bitcoin worth anything compared to USD? Well, gold has intrinsic value in its limited, 
quantity by its physical property and Bitcoin is the same thing, but it has limited quantity in its digital properties. It's digital gold by code right while gold is dig it's not digital gold is uh limited by its physical properties while bitcoin is limited by its code and so that's why and, and it's it's the first of its kind when it comes to being built on a blockchain right where it, it, it it's very very hard to manipulate it's very hard to you know change and we can get into all the fundamentals here but we we all know bitcoin right we, we've all searched what is bitcoin at one point in our lives <laughs> Don says the dollar is backed by the USA military. What backs Bitcoin? Very interesting uh, question there, Don. Uh, here's what I would say. When it comes to the military, the military comes secondary to our economy. Um, I wouldn't say our economy, but our currency. The Federal Reserve comes before the military because the military requires the Federal Reserve to be able to fund its military operations. And so if the military doesn't have money, then the operations are obsolete. And so this is a very, very valid argument, but what I'll tell you right now is the Federal Reserve is more important than the military in a lot of ways, because without Federal Reserve, our military doesn't have the funding. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, we're as much as that might, as that might be a controversial topic, you have to realize that, that a country's military is typically as strong as its economy and its dollar and its currency. I mean, you look at the U.S. dollar being so strong, you look at any strong military, they typically have a very strong currency attached to that. Um, and so we can get into a lot about that, but it, it's, it's really just the fact that you need money to fund a military, right? And if that's the case, then you have to understand if nobody trusts, you know, and so the currency is built on trust by the people who use it. If people don't trust the currency anymore, then you have to ask yourself, are people going to want to use that versus something else in the future? And so um, I think there's a lot, there's definitely a lot of hurdles Bitcoin will go through, but I, I don't think our military will be affected because if the feds are able to print money the way they do, then they can also just print money and buy Bitcoin theoretically. And so if they do start to see Bitcoin becoming a threat, then I think all they would do is just buy some of themselves and let people use Bitcoin. And they also know that if they ever need more Bitcoin, they can print more money and get it. And so it's a very interesting conflict, but realize that at the end of the day, there has to be a deflationary hedge against all of this right now. And uh, gold is one of those. And, uh, you know, the U.S. dollar used to be backed by gold and now it's not. And so they're able to print as much as they want. And back in the day, they weren't able to do that. Um, so we're, we're almost, uh, you know, it, it does sound like a doomsday, uh, you know, uh, approach here. But like I said, we've already etched history in the books for us being in comparison of the great, depression year of 1929 and so it it's very much a possibility i'm not gonna sit here and and say it's gonna happen where where everyone you know that all all currencies in the world go to nothing and bitcoin becomes the only currency uh but i think that bitcoin will have a significant role to play in the next few years uh as things start to mature and we start to see more inflation with currencies as the reserves uh 
you know, of different countries begin to print out of thin air for no reason other than the fact to stimulate an economy, but doing it artificially, right? So it's a very interesting topic there. But Nicholas says, most countries will do quantitative easing, which means the USD might hold its value against other currencies, however, not against BTC. Right, yeah, well, we can't just we can't just print money. That's the issue here. We, we, we just can't print money. And it's not just us, it's everyone else. Um, so yeah, understand. We've also got a possible double top forming here. You know, other interesting thing here is if we look at the four hour, we might have a bearish divergence forming here as well, just so you guys know. Um, I just wanted to point this out before I end this live stream. By the way, if you guys enjoyed this live stream, I'm going to wrap this up. Make sure to like the video, subscribe if you haven't already. Check this out. We've had descending level here. This right here, if we look slightly ascending, slightly ascending, I would call it more of a double top, but slightly ascending. So I would say that's a bearish divergence right now in the four hours. So possible downside here coming soon. Also, you can see we're finding resistance at 60, very known level of uh, bearish territory. If we drop below 60, find it as a resistance, typically would drop back down. What that would mean on the daily RSI is that we go and hopefully on the daily RSI, we find support here at 60 because we're or at 40. I'm sorry, because we're more than above that, but still a little bit more bullish because if, if we do that, we can rise back up. But we'll have to see what happens here because we could fall back down. But, you know, it's I think we're staying in this zone. I've talked about this already. I think we'll consolidate around this area until we really see a major move in traditional markets, not just one push to the upside. I think we want to really either confirm that this is the bottom for Bitcoin to continue up or to know it's not the bottom and for Bitcoin to find another push down for more entries. I think we'll get more entries. We only saw one big push down. There should be another push down here coming soon. Um, but it's very undetermined right now. So for swing traders, I would stay aside. For long-term investors, I would consider all of these levels as opportunities uh, to, to, to grab positions. Um, even at these current levels, all these levels as accumulation zones, obviously higher capital at lower positions. Um, and then for day traders, let's just enjoy the trades and enjoy the volatility as we always do. Um, and that's why I love trading. It doesn't matter if the market's going up. It doesn't matter if it's going down. We do our thing. And so that's that's what matters the most there. So uh, appreciate you guys. Crypto Mike says tomorrow, major move down 50%. I think we could see a major move down. I mean, we've got a death cross here. Death cross traditionally means down. Uh, another thing that was interesting to me is, you know, typically with the death cross, when we look at what happened in the past, we were in a downtrend way before the death cross happened here. And we were still seeing a big push to the downside as that death cross happened. And then the death cross happened right here. And then we saw a huge push up, right? Well, right now it's the opposite. We've got the death cross coming here, but we're going up. We're going up. We're going up. Death cross happens. Typically, something's going to happen. I don't think it's just going to accelerate up when all of the markets are still in fear and mayhem. I think we'll see a push down, right? Hopefully, we do. Hopefully, we get those lower positions. What I will say is when we do see this push down, these are points that we want to start dollar cost averaging into. Um, if you guys are long-term holders of Bitcoin, uh, I don't like to buy when things are up. I like to buy when things are in a dip. Um, and I, I think there's a chance of a dip here. If we look at the other death cross that happened, you can see the same thing happened. We were in a downtrend when that happened. 
downtrend. We saw a slight uptrend, death cross happen, push down, right? Um, so very possible that happens here as well. So uh, we do know that a death cross results in a big move. I think it would be fair to say that this big move will be down. Um, you can see we've also got some very big overhead resistance here. We've got some big overhead resistance here. Um, and we've got a lot of open area here for us to push back down to. So I would say, you know, 5,200 might be the best entry here. Uh, if we wick down, maybe possibly down below 5,000. Um, but understand we've got major, major volume down in that level. So all this right here is, is what I would consider best possible entry. Uh, so thank you so much, guys. I'll see you guys in the Discord. Discord.gg slash profits. Um, whoo, great live stream. And Sean says, I'm not a fan. Kelly says, I like Naeem, but not with my money. Sean says, at Kelly Slade, we all have an opinion. Let's see. What did Kelly say? Let's see. Sean says, that's why I said in Discord, I'm standing on the side to pick up BTC on the dip at around 4,500. Jay Dabrowski says, stay home. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and I will see you guys on the Discord. Have a great day.